Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I can't even tell the stories on the radio that that song reminds me of, but man, it was a lot of fun. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks for hanging out with us here uh, on your Thursday. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? Heard from Travis DeCure. Deshaun Thomas of the Grizz men's basketball team. Danny Sprinkle, head coach of the Bobcat men's basketball team. And uh, we also caught up with Lori Payne, the head coach of the Northern Arizona women's basketball team. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store and the Montana State Bookstore. Check it out on Sports ESPN Radio. Uh, our good friend Carolyn in studio here with us on your Thursday. First of all, I got to tell you, uh, last week we had to cut it off, but I, I want to revisit this. I watched White Lotus, yes. this HBO series, but I watched season two first. Same. Because I hadn't watched it yet, but my girlfriend had already watched season one. So I was like, okay, whatever. And I read about how it was like sort of this like ensemble cast type singular story. Like the theme is the same, but it's not. there's no carryover really besides like one character. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I, I'll watch it. I don't need to know anything. And I didn't really get what they were getting at for a long time. But then I, at the end, I was like, okay, that's pretty good. But then I watched the first season, and now I totally get it. The first season's way more satirical and way funnier, I thought. But I finished it last night. Interesting show. Love it. It's, and it's well-written, for sure. There's a season three. Really? They haven't cast it yet, but allegedly one person from a for- the former, one of the two casts, will be coming back. And it seems that there's I always a theme. it's not that rotten woman from the second one. The lawyer, Harper. Um, She's terrible. Aubrey Plaza? I don't know. Yeah, the dark-haired gal. She's hilarious. She is so rude. Have you seen her in, like, interviews, though? Like, in real life? Yeah. No, I've never seen that She is so funny. She was also in Parks and Rec, and she is Mm. hilarious. Okay. So, she just played a character. (laughs) Um, I heard... I've heard a few rumors, so, but I don't want to, you know, <laughs> say. I heard Tom Brady is going to be in the season three. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go. Uh, speaking of Tom Brady. Well, I need to stop you. Okay. You spread a rumor about me that I did not know about Tom Brady oh, retiring. you did? Yes. Okay. I was just making assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> you spread a rumor. I actually posted on my Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports oh, Instagram see, that I've been morning. Ins- I've been Instagram free. I know it's really bad for me as a media member, but I, I have been Instagram free. I deleted. I got my personal one hack and I deleted my business one and here we are. Well, I wrote deja vu on my post (laughs) and I found that funny and then um, a very popular Instagram influencer influencer did the same thing today. They wrote deja vu. And so obviously... Obviously you're a trendsetter. Right. I'm there. I'm going to sue them for copyright. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to trademark deja vu. I thought, honestly, this uh, sort of revelation announcement whatever was so interesting because like the first time this happened last year it almost broke the internet right people were freaking out and it was like leading the nightly news not just like sports center it was like on abc national news and stuff and then 40 days later 
Tom Brady says, oh, no, no, I'm coming back. JK. Well, now this year, he instead of like leaking it to Adam Schefter and writing this poetic letter, he just like did a Twitter video from the beach that was like 45 seconds long. He's like, yeah, we'll see you guys. Well, that's because he can't talk with his new teeth. <laughs> Is that his deal? Are they new uh, Have you seen? He can't even talk. He's like, we're tiring. <laughs> and he needs to go like scale those teeth back. Uh, well, how do you do that? I think they're, I don't know. they're in there. I but don't really know what he, you do. He went, they're too big. They're too big for okay, his face. Okay. Secondly, I think he just wanted to get it out. I, I knew this was coming because... What I, if he goes back on it? I think that the reason this wasn't such a big deal is because everybody's like, okay, well, we'll see what's going on in July. It is a big deal. There was a, there was a whole thing on the Today Show this morning about oh, it. Oh, for sure. So. I know. I'm just saying, like, I think that it, it lost its luster. Well, like, right. The shock it's the boy value. who cried wolf. That's right. That's the right. boy who cried retirement. Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, here's what's so funny is like the first thing I thought was, okay, I'll believe this if it's still true in September. Right. Well, you and I made a bet that he was retiring and you said he wasn't. And you and you said he was. Yes. What's our bet again? I can't remember. Coffee. Oh, that's good. I drank coffee this morning for the first time in like five months. And you were still late. I know. Just I think that's why, actually, because <laughs> I got so schizoed out yeah. and freaked out by the coffee. I couldn't find my keys. Well, Andrew said... We can't pay up on our bets until September because he still might come back. That's right. So, or even October. Right. We, we actually probably can't really pay pay up on our bets till like next February. You think he, would he come back mid season? Nothing at this point would surprise me. Is that even allowed? It certainly is allowed. Oh, I mean, did you see the 49ers game last week? Of course you didn't. They all their <laughs> quarterbacks got hurt. They had nobody. Oh, really? If they had an emergency Tom Brady available, they would have played him. Let's talk about that really quick. Okay. So in that game, was it the 49ers game? Where 49ers game? They only had two quarterbacks. Who did they play? The Eagles. Oh wait, so wait, it wasn't that game. Which is the game where the penalty lost the game? That's well, no penalty loses a game, but uh, the the controversy came at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs and Cincinnati Bengals game. Okay, who... Patrick Mahomes got hit out of bounds by uh, Osai. I can't remember yes. his first name. He's number 58. Jason, I maybe, think? Maybe Jason Osai, yeah. Young player. He played an awesome game, too, which is unfortunate. Well, so um, there was video of his teammates being really, really, really mean to him after. Yes. But one of his teammates... CJ Hall. ...stood up for him. Stood at the locker room Stood by with, with him. him. Yeah. And he is my angel of the week. That's a good one. Well, so... It's cool if you haven't seen the interview... Osai was actually doing a great job of answering all the questions. But he looked like he was going to cry. Well, and he had been crying for like a long time before the interview started, too. Poor buddy. The thing is, like, that, this is why the NFL is just such spectacular theater. They want to make it seem like that late hit was the thing that cost the Bengals the game. But there was, first of all, so many other controversial calls leading up to that. Also, like, if you just score more points, you're just not going to lose because of one call. Right. But it was, it was a, a close a, game. It was a close game. It was also a close call, too. I mean, that kid was just trying to pursue Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines, and he was like two inches out of bounds, and then he hit him. I mean, it's yeah. a bang-bang play. I don't really know what else you do. Well, I didn't really appreciate that how rude his teammate was. He was walking down the hall yelling, and it was just very nasty, and I did not appreciate it. I don't know his name, but he's my devil of the week. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I can't remember who it was either. I believe it was one of the Bengals' tight ends. But, yeah, he was screaming as they were coming off of the field in the tunnel. Yeah. So you don't hit the quarterback when right. you hit the quarterback. Yeah. It was rude. It, it was rude. Didn't sure. like it. Um, Check it out on Sports, ESPN Radio. Who else you got? Damar Hamlin is alive. He is. I know. We saw him on live camera. Yes. He posted a video. And then, um, <laughs> then there were rumors that it was a deep fake and it wasn't even real. But he's wow. alive. 
He's doing okay. I think um, I think he's holding out for a big paycheck interview. Yeah. But I'm, I was happy to see him alive. I mean, I knew he was alive. I, I didn't doubt it, but... What is a deep fake? Is that like where they fake your voice or whatever? They fake your face and your voice. Wow. And they it's like pretty crazy what they can do nowadays. So watch your back, everybody. Have you been following the evolution of chat GDP? Well, I've heard about it, but I don't know what, what it is. So chat GDP is a like basically a, a, a artificial intelligence that writes copy. Oh, okay. Can we get it for our radio ads? I mean, I've thought about this. Uh, it's... <laughs> astonishing how creepy and accurate it is. Well, I heard they did some like bar exam, bar or law exams or something at Harvard mm-hmm. and it passed. Well, for sure. I mean, it's a, you know, it has automatic access to every archive in the world. So it's like a super duper su- so search now engine. Basically. How are um, professors and teachers going to like keep plagiarism uh, off the table with that. Like, how are you going to actually... You're not. So, like, when I, I was just talking about this with my kids, how I used to have to go to the library yep. and know the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> yeah. And I had to go get Microfish to look up any old articles. <laughs> yeah. And they just have to Google anything. And then now, this is... I mean, the, we are going to just have a world full of idiots. Well, for sure. We already do. I know, but it's going to be worse. Yeah, I know, but it's also going to make the things like medicine and law become actually more humanized because now everybody's going to have the access to be able to get perfect scores on their tests. So the only thing that's going to set you apart is your charisma or your ex- your execution. Like every Yeah, you might be executing if every, you don't actually go to medical school. Well, well, right. That's what I mean, though. Like the the touch and the feel and like the intuition that it takes to be a surgeon. This the people, is scary. The people that have that are going to rise even Yeah, higher. but who's going to suffer well, at yeah, the I hands mean, of people that don't I mean, know do what they're really doing? Do really want to go down this road? No, I, mean, I don't. The, the further we evolve into prioritizing AI, the further we're going to reach the ultimate and uh, probably final question of humankind, and that's what what do we do with the surplus humans? Okay. This this is a sports entertainment <laughs> segment. I, I can't with this right uh, now. Regardless, ChatGDP is uh, interesting to say the least. You can give it details. Like we were messing with it. We were saying, uh, write us a story about... Uh, this very headstrong and sometimes arrogant football coach named Bobby Houck. And it just spits out like this whole thing about this boy named Bobby who grew up in Montana who wanted to be the coach of the Montana Grizzlies and yada, yada, yada. And he rose to great heights and went to national championships and then came back. And sometimes his pride got in his way and blah, blah. And it was like, oh my God, this is exactly what's happening in real life. I don't like it. It's, well, I don't like it. Uh, yeah, of course not. Uh, anyways, uh, I, I do believe that what we saw on television was DeMar Hamlin, the real one, not the Not deep a deep fake. fake, yeah. No. He's a cutie pie. He just looks like such a little munchkin. He has a great story, too. Yeah. I mean, he comes from nothing, and he grew up in Pittsburgh and played at Pittsburgh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good story. I hope he makes it back. Yeah, I don't. I don't want him playing anymore. I want him um, protected at all costs. Well, sure. I mean, I guess make it back in some form of capacity to like contribute in football or something. Like, okay. Use his platform, coach, I don't know, whatever. Sure. Okay. Um, speaking of nothing, um, <laughs> the, I wanted to do one more football story. Chicken doesn't know sports, a segment about nothing. <laughs> It's the Seinfeld of so we live in Seinfeld. There is the cutest mom on right now out there besides me, of course, and she is mom to two boys playing on opposing 
Super Bowl teams. Yes, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. Yes. First time this has ever happened. Now, people are really trying to get her to do the coin flip at the game on the Super Bowl. So. I don't know if she'll be able to handle that. Why? I think it, that'd be fun. I think she's going to be a mess. No way. She, she's like a super mom. Because like, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey have been in the NFL at the same time for a long time. And they've been in the playoffs at the same time for several years as of late. Mm-hmm. And like last year, they, she, they uh, I can't remember who it was. One of the TV networks did a story on her because... Uh, I can't remember which played first, but one of the teams played first and then the other one played second and they or played third. So it was possible for her to go from one Kansas to, City to Philadelphia yeah. or whatever it was, or maybe maybe vice versa. So they did this story of like her day and like watching her one son in the morning game and then watching her other son. And then she like flew across the country to get there. And Love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, she's adorable. She was on uh, the Today Show the other day and they were so funny and she just was like, I have been... I, these kids played every sport and I took them to every game and every practice cool. and I just she just seems like a sweet lady so yeah it's pretty cool I'm I, excited for her she's a winner no matter what yeah it's funny because the thing I, I love these kind of stories and I think it's so cool for their families uh, I also then also always hope that it doesn't give families unrealistic expectations right like hey oh man this lady did it can we do it no no I mean there's a reason this has only happened one time ever like both of her sons ended up becoming like I mean they're two of the greatest players in the league like yeah. The, the level of talent and drive, it's crazy. It's actually it, the odds to have two sons playing in the Super Bowl against each other are like one in a trillion. It's nuts. Well, I couldn't find the story. I was trying to find it. I, when I was scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or something, there's a story about a guy, one of the NFL players who's playing in the Super Bowl. I don't know which team, but his sister was in the Olympics. Mm, Um, I think she was a track and field star. And so I'm like, oh, look at that. I mean, that's a pretty good deal too. Totally. My kids will be in the Minecraft Olympics. So... (laughs) I don't get it. What is Minecraft? I don't know. It's like building. I don't know. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> All the my older nephews old enough now to know about that kind of stuff. And sometimes he goes over to the neighbor's house and he comes back and he's been playing Minecraft and he's just like wigged out. It's like I think it's a very complex, complicated, complex. It's basically thing. Legos on on a computer. On a computer. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's the most benign game if you're gonna play. If your kids are gonna be on yeah. devices, it's fine. But. Huh. But I just am not a gamer. I'm not into video games. Although I'm on TikTok all the time. So who? how am I different? Uh, totally. Uh, anyways, the uh, the Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey story is awesome. I, I always think of the, how the Kelsey brothers are uh, like my brother and I, not in our athletic ability. I was like, okay, all. relax. No, no. Just, just in the fact that like, Jason Kelsey is this super hardcore like giant beard in your face, screaming at you, chip on his shoulder, tough, and he's offensive lineman, so he's portly and he's big, and and uh, he's kind of like the underdog that had to make it. And then Travis Kelsey's like the pretty boy, natural athlete. Everything comes easy to him. He's on all the reality TV shows. Got the million dollar smile. Everybody loves him. It's just like me and my brother. Brooks is the pretty nice one. And you I'm- have a million dollar <laughs> smile. Hey, thanks. That's nice of you to say. Um, I just love it because boy moms are. We are a special breed. And mm-hmm. um, we deserve all the recognition, whether our kids go to the Super Bowl or not, just like your mom. <laughs> That's good. I mean, we, we, it's, it takes a special lady to be a boy mom. If you want to uh, check out a good podcast, go check out the Kelsey Brothers podcast. Okay. They're, they're hilarious. They're well, so different. It's just so funny listening to them yell at each other. It's like my bro- my boys and my brothers. Yeah, actually. totally. Yeah. 
Yeah, very interesting. Chicken okay. Nose Sports uh, here on ESPN Radio, uh, presented by Buff City Soap. Our friend Carolyn joining us here on a Thursday. Uh, what else you got? All right, so Derek Jeter was just on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was talking about Illuminati how... alert. Am he, I allowed to say that? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> um, he said in 2004, he was in a pretty bad slump. Okay. And one of his teammates said, whenever I'm in a slump, I wear this golden thong <laughs> okay. while I play, and it helps me play better. So he was wow. not doing Baseball well. Baseball players are the weirdest. So he was not doing well. Well, first thing you come up comes up when you Google Derek Jeter is uh, golden Derek thong? Jeter finally confirmed he wore lucky golden thong in Yankees uniform to break out of slump. What? The internet is crazy. So he wore it and he hit a home run. Now, so he had been, <laughs> he had been not playing well and this player every game would be like, come on, it's hanging up in, in my locker. Put it on. Wow. And I guess that player was Jason Giambi. 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 Yes. Sorry. Jason Giambi, yeah, first baseman for the Yankees. So he said, just wear the thong. And then he wore it. He got a home run. He got out of his slump. Yeah. Apparently, it's like the sisterhood of the traveling thong because wow. um, they all wear it, but they wear it over their underwears, allegedly. I don't believe that, but. Uh, I'm looking at the statistics. And in fact, Derek Jeter must have been in a slump because in 2004, he hit 292, which is very good for most people, but. But not Derek uh, Jeter. Significantly. I mean, Jeter was a, a career 320 hitter and he hit over 300 every year of his career until 2004. So that was like his first slump some nine years into the bigs. So interesting. Yeah. The Giambi brothers are f- weird. Well, they like the golden thong. They are like, they're like Jason Giambi, Jeremy Giambi are like the Kelsey brothers, but from like the fifth dimension and in baseball. Really? Yes. They both play professional baseball. They both play professional baseball. They are just like the widest, most barrel chested dudes. They got the soul patch. They just chew so much tobacco. They both, I, well, Jason for sure, and Jeremy maybe, but Jason for sure was like one of the biggest juice monkeys in baseball. Really? For sure. Oh. Got a bunch of trouble for it. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, they're they're a fascinating duo as well. Speaking of that, what is that, this stuff, Trey or Tren or something that's like all over? That's still around. Well, it's making a comeback. Well, how do you know about this? Because I guess some high school kids are doing it. That's like still available. Lifting huh? and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's become, it's like a hashtag, you know, like when some people post pictures of their physique. And they put they it hashtag, on there? Yeah. They admit to taking yes. that. Wow. Okay. Do you want to tell ESPN Radio? Um, what is it? Is it a form of st- is first, it a steroid? The first feature story I ever won a sports writing award for. Humble brag. Was uh, in 2000 and I believe eight. And I got... That was at the time when the first rise, what they call pro-hormone. That's what trend is. Pro-hormone is a, is a oral substance that you take that your body converts into an anabolic element within your body. So it's not quite an anabolic steroid. Hmm. It's a precursor to an anabolic steroid, but your body converts it into anabolic uh, stuff in your body. And so it, it really helps increase your fortitude, your muscularity. All of is that. it legal? It's I don't know if it is anymore. It was legal for a while, though. I wrote this basically investigative journalism story. I got four guys that were that had taken forms of pro hormone to go on the record with me, but under the auspice that I wouldn't reveal their names. Right. I gave them each like character names. There was like the athlete, the bodybuilder, the there was like the the aspiring guy who was a high school kid that wanted to play college football. Then there was another one that was a college player. 
Another Where can guy. I read this? Do I need to get I think, the microfiche? I mean, it was printed in the Missoulian, so oh, okay. uh, I don't know if it's still on the archives or not. Okay. It was like my first big break, so to speak. Oh. But anyways, it's not about me at all. Uh, the uh, A lot of, it's funny, because it always reminds me, you ever watch Entourage? Yeah. It reminds me of the the uh, line in there when Johnny Drama starts taking yoga, because somebody at the gym tells him, he's like, Johnny, 90s, bulk is so 90s, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it used to be like 90s, early 2000s. Right. Everybody's trying to just get huge, Yoked. swole. Right. And everybody's like, well, that's dumb. It gets you nowhere. It doesn't do anything for your life besides make you look bigger in the mirror. I don't even know. Right. I was going to say better, but I don't even know if it's better. And then everybody decided, okay, we're just going to be fit. Instead. We're going to get lean. We're going to get lean and, yeah. you know, functional strength. It's much healthier now. But there, that sort of coincided with, that's also what like Mark McGuire got in trouble for initially yep. yeah. because he was taking what you call androstein, which is like the original pro-hormone, but he just had it in a little bottle on his on his locker and one of the reporters was like, hey, what's that? He's like, oh, it's just like my muscle yeah. supplements. And it, it was totally naive. Nobody knew about like how impactful and beneficial, but also detrimental this stuff was. Anyways, the thesis is that stuff is really bad for you if you are not, It's it's not great for you no matter what. But it's really bad for you if you're not a fully developed man. Like if you're still oh. growing or like if you're t- like when you're in high school, you don't need to take testosterone boosters. Like your testosterone is so high. Right. <laughs> you have natural trend, basically. I can't believe that's still around, though. Cause yeah, it, it, it's, it's a kind of trending trending thing right I now. I mean, it, the the gains and the strength is, is unbelievable, but it's also like... Is that what Liver King was taking? Oh, no. Liver King was taking like the full-on Deanna Ball and crazy oh. stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, Liver okay. King was taking $10,000 of supplements a month. That's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so how do what, what, what what's the point of this? What you you just you just were asking about? Yeah, it? Yeah, I was just asking. Okay. We were. I don't even know how we got on that. Okay, I was just, there we go. Okay, it. so trend. Here we are. It's still a thing. Uh, don't take trend. PSA for the kids. Yeah, no, don't. I was like, wait, I think that's steroids. And don't take it if you're anybody, honestly. Yeah. But it's it's trending for some reason. I don't huh. know why. Huh. And maybe the kids are just saying it. I don't know. Sure. But okay. Okay. So. Yesterday was National Girls and Women in Sports Day. That's right. Shout out to all of you out there, including yourself, the chick who does no sports. Thank you. Um, I didn't get a cake or cookies or anything <laughs> to celebrate, but that's fine. Who does no sports, ESPN Radio, uh, here on Nuanas Now. What else you got? All right, I have one last story for the day. Okay, can't wait. Um, do you know who the LSU women's basketball coach is? Uh, maybe if I Googled it. Well, don't Google. Well, you can Google it. I don't care. Okay. Her name is Kim Mulkey. Oh, Mul- I know who Kim Mulkey is for sure. She used to be at Texas. She? Kim Mulkey is one of the great, uh, excuse me, she used to be at Baylor. Uh, Kim Mulkey is one of the great coaches in in, uh, in women's college basketball history. Honestly, she's one of the great coaches in college basketball history, certainly. She is, so she is blowing up on social media right now because people are videoing her reactions on the sidelines and what she does. I mean, she is insane in the best way. Like This is just now becoming a thing? Well, in my world. I mean, Kim Mulkey is 60. (laughs) She's been coaching. She's been a head coach for 24 years. She's won at least one. Let me see. She's She's won three national championships. She's most famous probably for her time at Baylor and coaching Brittany Griner when Brittany Griner was there. Uh, that's just funny. Okay, so I, I mean, if you're if you know women's college basketball, you follow it at all. Like Kim Mulkey is hilarious. She is as she alpha is, as it gets. She goes nuts. She is awesome. She's hilarious. So yes. not only is are her you know side sideline antics awesome to watch. Her outfits are oh yeah amazing. Oh yeah. So then I started 
I was like looking her up and realizing that women's basketball, there's a handful of women's basketball coaches that take their sideline fashion very seriously. Oh, for sure. And um, there's Sydney Carter, who apparently got blasted last year for wearing hot pink pants. That's right. We talked about this. Um, I can't read my own handwriting. Nael Ivy at Notre Dame. Yep. Jackson State, Tamikla. I, I, I don't know if I wrote her name down right. Right, Tamikla sure. Reed. Anyway, these guys, these gals have the best sideline fashion. I'm sure there's more. I just, sure. this is all I saw. But. Well, Kim Mulkey's making $3.2 million this year. So good for I, her. I hope that she has great fashion. She. Imagine if you made $3.2 million and you had to dress up in public 32 times. I would we'd be wearing the slickest. Right. But like, look at the college guys, the men's team coaches. They're not dressing slick. This is so funny. It used to be such a part of men's college basketball to wear a suit. Yes. Montana head coach Travis DeKear still wears a suit. He, Great. And he talks about it. He says, disrespect for the game. It's funny because he went during the non-conference, they were on the road for like a month. And so rather than pack a whole bunch of suits, he brought just like the, the dry fit. And like when they, they were on the road, he was just wearing the Montana okay. like, dry fit. Yeah. And then the very first home game, they had just got back from the super long road trip and he was wearing it. And that was the first question I asked him. I was like, Trav, where's the suit at? He's like... I knew somebody was going to notice, man. He's like, we'll have a suit on. He's like, we'll, do, we'll have a suit on on Saturday, I promise. And I, I want like, him in a tuxedo, okay? It's funny, though, because this was a, a diametric shift in college basketball. There was so, some some coaches had, like, famously always never worn suits, and oh, many, many coaches had famously always worn suits. And then during COVID, it really shifted. Well, yeah, we were all in sweatpants. And a lot of coaches started just wearing, like, the, the, the half zips and stuff. Yeah, well... At first, when I was writing this down, I'm like, gosh, this is really sexist. I'm highlighting these women's, you know, and their mm-hmm. fashion. How, and I wouldn't be doing that about men. But that's because the men don't bring it. I need the the fellas to start bringing it. I want to see I want to see a zoot suit. I want to see a pimp suit Do with a hat. Do you know who Jay Wright is? No. So Jay Wright is uh, just recently retired as Villanova's head coach, but he is widely renowned for his, his pinstripe suits. I mean, he's always dressed yeah, in like, I, Gotham I, City, like... I mean, and he's in downtown Philadelphia, so, you know, it's it certainly... Uh, I'm not talking just a suit. I want to see... I mean, you see these ladies, they are bringing it. I want to see, you know, like, do you remember when Eddie Murphy Raw, that red leather outfit he wore? Mm-hmm. I want someone in that. I want to see some serious fashion craziness. Here's your pink pants. Yes. That I love those. From, I mean, they're she great. She looks amazing. Uh, the, uh, the Lady Grizz had their uh, pink game mm-hmm. uh, last Thursday. And uh, their coaching staff was was dressed to the to the nines and pink. But one of their one of the gals, Jocelyn Tinkle, who's an uh, all time great basketball player from Montana, from Missoula, uh, who then played at Stanford, she is one of the assistants. And I mean, Joss is like six three, and she had the most killer outfit on ever. She had like bright pink pants like that, and then like this frilly uh, pink flower like cowgirl shirt is cute. It was fire. All right, see. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, guys, bring it. All right, guys, bring it. We need new outfits. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing is some of the women's coaches, they wear like these disbanger stiletto heels. Well, Kim. And they're walking up and down and going crazy. I'm like, do you have any idea athletic you have to be to be able to do this? There's videos of Kim, like she is squatting on the floor. You know, in yoga, when we do those squats where we have to keep our feet flat yeah. and like our butt practically touching yep. the ground. Yep. She's doing that in, in high, yeah. in like stilettos and a suit or some funky outfit. I'm like, girl. 
You go. Yeah, totally. I can barely do that in yoga barefoot. <laughs> Gotta love it. Kim Mulkey's classic. Yeah, uh, she's my new favorite. All-time great coach for yeah. sure. Uh, she's one of those ones that she could coach any level of basketball, men, women, anything. She could do it all. She's awesome. Yeah. Well, she looks good doing it, so. Check those on Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks to Hot House Yoga. Uh, for their uh, support of us here, as well as the Hype House. I hit a couple uh, Hype House workouts this week. It's a good combo when you do the strength workouts there and the, the uh, cycling workouts. Sometimes get your legs super store, sore by lifting the weights and then go flush it out with the nice spin. Also get some yeah. cardio in. So I appreciate both those sponsors, as well as thanks to Buff City Soap, the shower oil. I'm telling you, it's the key to moisturization. It's pretty good. So here's something really important that I need everybody to stop what they're doing and listen, especially you guys. Valentine's Day is in less than two weeks. Yeah. And Buff City Soap has the most delicious smelling bath bombs. And here's what you're going to do, guys. This is this is a key to winning your girl's heart. Yeah. You're going to go get some of those bath bombs. And you're going to get a lotion, maybe the oil, maybe like a body butter, you know, because it's, it's dry out and we don't feel so great. You know, our skin's mm-hmm, all mm-hmm, gross. Mm-hmm. You're going to give her the, this beautiful basket. You can make it yourself. They can make it for you. I don't care. And you're going to say, baby girl. <laughs> or just say her, their names. Whatever. I think baby girl <laughs> or baby boy, whatever. I don't care. Um, oh, you, you work so hard. I see you working <laughs> either with our kids or our dogs or at work, fill in the blank, whatever she's working hard doing, making dinner, yeah, yeah. sweeping, you know, women stuff. <laughs> Just kidding. Baby girl, let me p- take one of these bath bombs and make you a bath and you go relax and I'll make dinner tonight. And then you pour a glass of wine or a mocktail, whatever, yeah. you get the bath going, you let her relax and I guarantee you... It will be a good Valentine's Day. Let's go. Advice from the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Take it. So go to Buff City Soap. Ask for the baby girl special. (laughs) Just kidding. And get yourself some shower oil, too. I guess some shower oil, too. Yeah, make yourself feel nice and fresh. Buff City Soap is up on North Reserve uh, in the Northgate Plaza. Check them out on Instagram, Buff City Soap Missoula. And you will thank me. Carolyn, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports each week here on Nuanas Now. Thanks, Carolyn. Thank you. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I got stuck on the Rihanna algorithm today just because it's coming up on the Super Bowl show. So we're, you know, we're listening to some mid-2000s hip-hop. Welcome back. Duan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Happy now to dive into our Garden City Spotlight, where we hi- uh, highlight some of the best of the best from around uh, the city of Missoula. It's presented by First National Pond, as well as uh, Liberty Safes. Appreciate those two great sponsors. And uh, we're going to have two Garden City Spotlights this week. Tomorrow, 
Connor Dick, Missoula Hellgate, will join us. But today, right now, we're joined in studio by Zach Murphy. He's the first-year head coach for the Missoula Big Sky Eagles. If you're taking some time away from practice right now, are you, are you just going to race back over there or yeah, what? Uh, probably. Honestly. Honestly, yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. But, yeah, I'll just be buzzing right back over and get back to coaching. So is, is, uh, is Coach Co steering the ship right now? What's going on? <laughs> you know, I turned it over to uh, some of my assistants. Love I got it. one of the biggest coaching staffs in the world. It doesn't help when I think I'm the shortest coach in the double-A. <laughs> and then my head assistant is a 6'7", ex-Grizz center. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jamar's over there. My dad's my JV coach. Love it. They're running the show. I trust them. So I think they got it handled. Well, very good. Missoula Big Sky playing some of the best basketball in the state right now the last couple of weeks. Uh, you guys started off a little tough this year in your first year, uh, but to be maybe expected only because lost, what, I think six seniors? Maybe seven. Seven, seven seniors from them. last year. So Big Sky was kind of the upstart in AA last year. Really got better throughout the year. I, I remember watching the game at Hellgate, very impressed with Big, Big Sky's defensive effort. Took Hellgate all the way into overtime, and then at the end of the year peaked and uh, won a trophy. Got third place in the AA tournament, but seven seniors graduated, plus Ryan Hansen, the old head coach, uh, he steps away. He's got a, a big and young family, so uh, he had a bunch of other stuff going on. So enter yourself. Uh, so a tough start to the year, but you guys have been playing so good lately. Uh, what's What's been the, the turning point for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's kind of defining and finding our identity. Uh, you know, to start the year, like you touched on, we lose seven seniors, and three of those kids are playing college hoops somewhere. That's going to be a huge void to for fill. Sure. And even, you know, our one returning starter he has to step into a completely new role. So for these kids, finding their place in the rotation, finding their identity, finding our team identity was huge for us. And I think that's kind of just been a development. And a ton of credit to the boys that all year long we talked about it as coaches, letting them know, you know, this isn't going to be perfect right away, and it's probably never going to be perfect. But if we can continue to just grind and grind every day we get in there, we get into the lab, as one of our volunteer coaches likes to say, and we just put in that work and slowly find what's going to help us succeed. And I think when we look at those games early on, you know, we're losing close ones, an overtime totally. loss here, a one-point loss there. And just those kids continued to show up every day, good attitudes, nobody's quitting on it. And I think that's really benefited us. Now we're, we're coming together as a team, we've found that identity, and we're winning ball games, and it feels great. It's interesting, too, to just watch the how it's playing out in the West right now, too, because... I mean, there's really no bad team in the West, but there's like six actually really good teams that there's not a lot of separation between those teams. So, I mean, you guys went and got a big win last week at Helena High, and everybody's sort of taking their turn in the spotlight in the West, being like the team of the moment. What do you think of the competition out West here in the AA? It's unbelievable, man. I think when you look across the board, we've got phenomenal coaches in the West. We've got great talent in the West. Every single night, you have to show up. You have to play your butt off. I mean, we talked about it as a team this week. We can't lose sight of what got us here. You totally. have to continue to work as hard as you can because you can walk in any night and you can beat a great team, a totally. top five team in the state. And the next week you can walk out and you could lose to the eighth team in the West. And that wouldn't be a surprise just because of the level of talent and the level of coaching we see across the board. Zach Murphy in studio with us. He's first year head coach at Missoula Big Sky. Uh, the other part is how many that I'm struck by is how many great young players they there are. I mean, couple of the best players at Hellgate right now are sophomores. You got a couple sophomores playing big minutes for you. I mean, Isaiah Reed hit, what, five threes in the first half? Six, five in the first five half, six, six in the overall. Game, He's only a sophomore. Yes. Uh, is there anything you can point to as to the why? I mean, are these kids just varsity ready at an earlier age this day and age, or is this a really good uh, group of young kids? You know, I think it's both. I think the level of talent that you see year in and year out, it just continues to raise every single year. And then 
I think that sophomore class is a loaded class For across sure. the state. You know, Helena High's got two great players. I mean, Tevin Wessel's one of the best players in the state. He's only a sophomore, yes, right? Yes, I respect that kid more and more. I think he's kind of the heart of that team. But, yeah, you look at our squad. Z has been so integral in our success. I mean, he's a kid that against Helena High, he didn't come off the floor. That's a, you know, a yeah. sophomore that's playing a ton of minutes. Carson Tao, a sophomore for us, started the year kind of swinging up from the, uh, the JV team. And now he's ended, I think, four of our last five games. He's on the floor. And I have all the confidence in the world in those kids. But they just put in the time, man. Off season, they are grinding day in and day out. And they deserve it. They've really earned it. Garden City Spotlight presented by First National Pond. From musical instruments to hunting and camping supplies, even snowblowers. You never know, you might find it at a great price. You can visit First National Pond at their two showrooms uh, on Reserve Street and in East Missoula. Zach Murphy joined us uh, in studio for our Garden City Spotlight. Also, Grizz Hockey back in the fold this weekend. They host Montana State tomorrow night and then play in Bozeman on Saturday. You want to watch the action? You can't make it down to the rink? Stream it on the ESPN MT app or head to Buffalo Wild Rings. It's across the street from us uh, here at ESPN Radio. Um, just in terms of sort of reallocating the roles, Josiah Quaresma had a great junior year, but he was kind of the only junior that was playing big minutes at Big Sky. And now he's kind of, um, not even, I shouldn't say being forced, his next step is to be sort of the leader of your guys' team. And uh, he talked about it in the newspaper after the Hell on a High win. What have you thought of this, sort of his evolution? Because uh, he's a pretty talented guard for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't tell you how fortunate I feel that my first year I get to work with Saya. And uh, I love that kid. And he uh, he means so much to our team. He's been a, a great leader. He might not be the most vocal kid in the world, but he gives me everything he's got. And we knew there was going to be growing pains from summer moving forward. And just like our team, he's stepping into that role last year year it was one night I can be a defender one night I can be a scorer and we told him every night you got to bring your A game and he just continues to evolve and use those tools that he has you know the big thing that I love about Saya is he knows he has to score but he comes to me after that hell in a high game and he goes I had nine rebounds didn't I and he did he ends up with nine rebounds five steals two blocks the kids doing everything on the floor guarding hell in a high's best score the whole game I couldn't respect that kid more and I think he's earning respect of everyone around the state it's fun uh, this time a year or two because now you've seen everybody so there's no surprises you get to play them again so how's things change when you sort of get the, the rematches especially with conference opponents yeah absolutely I mean I'm a huge film buff I think every time we go into a game I look back at film and see what did they do to us last game and then what are they doing in their most recent games and then credit to the boys I bring them in and we watch film and then we go in and game plan and we say how are we going to kind of dissect this and attack this and you hit it you know right on the head there that the second time you see a team you really see how your kids are going to play are they going to respond are they going to play with a high IQ and are we going to evolve as a team because you have to otherwise you're just going to fall behind and like Danny Sprinkle said earlier on the show he said and sometimes this time of year you know what everybody's going to do it's just a matter of stepping up and making shots or stepping up and getting stops so uh, I mean that's where it falls on though some of the great guys you have as shot makers right yes yes absolutely we have that it's up on the board almost every single time I tell these boys you know we're going to try and give you the tools to succeed it's what you do with them once you, we, we get into the game and a lot of times it comes down to knocking down shots totally if we give you that opportunity are you going to to knock that shot down and again just complete credit to the kids that they're given the opportunities and they're taking advantage of it 
You guys got a little bit of a gauntlet coming up, three games in six days. So just take people through what's next for Missoula Big Sky. Yeah, absolutely. We have you know, powerhouse Guy Olmquist bringing capital over here on Saturday. Another Defending guy, state champs. Yeah, couldn't respect that guy more. He's been awesome to me. You know, he's been really helpful. Just whenever I need a question, I'll reach out to him, and he's really helped out. I respect that program. Then we got to turn around, hit the road. We go play Ludkey and the Butte boys over in Butte. Yep. It's always hard to go play over there. We had a battle with them in overtime the first time. They score the ball like crazy. And then we back it up. Third game, Thursday night, we have a crosstown with Sentinel. It should be fun. Western AA heating up. Capital Hellgate tomorrow night as well. And then, uh, Hellgate plays Helena High as well. So there's a whole bunch of great Western AA matchups coming up here uh, in the next week. Zach Murphy, first-year head coach from Missoula Big Sky, joining us here in studio. Anything left to add before we get you out of here? You know, man, just really appreciate the support, really appreciate the community. I couldn't give a bigger shout-out to Big Sky. They've had my back since day one, and, and i got to give them everything I have. I love the boys. I love the community, and I just want to make Missoula proud, make Big Sky proud, and we got to go out there. And Our big message is we got to earn respect. I don't care win or lose when we walk off that floor. We just want to make sure that every program respects the Big Sky Eagles and our boys continue to do that. So give them all the credit. I'm just kind of trying to steer them in the right direction. I, I teased about Coach Ako, and you did too, but we got to give you the update too. Jamar Ako, who was a fan favorite and one of our favorite guys around here, came in studio a bunch and uh, you know he would come on and talk even non-sports with him. Uh, love hearing that he's still in town. He's helping Zach out over there at Big Sky and uh, I know you got a lot of great helpers, but uh, just an update on a recent career. I know he's a, he's a guy, first of all, he's hard to miss, one of the biggest guys in town, and uh, but also just such a great guy, such a kind guy, and he, he loves giving back to the community. So I uh, love when those Grizz guys stick around and uh, and contribute. Thanks for stopping in, man. Good to see you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And go Eagles, man. Nuance Doubt, ESPN Radio. We'll get you all set up for tomorrow. Uh, keep it right here. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Maroon 5, overrated, underrated, shouldn't be rated. I still can't decide. They've been out for like 20 years. Sometimes I really like it. Sometimes I think it's terrible. <laughs> I think that means it's good, right? Because if, if it's uh, so vastly diverse then uh, and you have an opinion on it, it's probably at least uh, pretty good, pretty high quality. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Thanks uh, so much to all of our great guests today. Jam-packed day full of interviews. We heard from Travis DeCure and Deshaun Thomas from the University of Montana men's basketball team. They are home tonight against Northern Colorado. 7 p.m. tip from Dahlberg Arena. We also heard from Montana State head men's basketball coach Danny Sprinkle. Uh, his squad hosts Northern Arizona tonight in Bozeman. We heard from Lori Payne, Northern Arizona head coach. Her squad hosts the Montana State Bobcats, uh, women, that is, uh, in Flagstaff. And then you also got the Lady Grizz playing in Greeley uh, against Northern Colorado's women. We also heard uh, from, in this show from Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports, and the inaugural first appearance, but always welcome back, of the first-year head coach at Missoula Big Sky, Zach Murphy. What a great chat that was. Appreciate Zach for swinging down and uh, 
Fun to have him on the show. And Big Sky played really good hoops right now. They've won five out of six, but they got three in their next six, three three games in their next six days. So a gauntlet coming up uh, for the Eagles. You can find everything from today's Nuanas Now on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Tomorrow, how about this? Back to back, Rajim Seabrook in studio with us uh, here on Nuanas Now. Should be very, very fun. And uh, we'll also have a whole bunch of high school scores for you. And we also teased Connor Dick today, uh, but I forgot that I was overbooked that Zach was coming in here today. So I recorded with Connor earlier this week. Uh, we'll play Missoula Hellgate's uh, standout senior basketball player that interview tomorrow. So um, look forward to that as well. Uh, Andrew, I think it's funny because um, we've sort of been diametrically opposed on our opinions on the Grizz men's basketball team so far this year. They're sitting at 4-6 and six in league play. They've shown flashes of what they can be. They've lost a bunch of close games. They've had a bunch of injuries. But at the end of the day, you are, your record says you are. That said, they still have eight games left to play in Big Sky Conference action. And they got, I think that this weekend is a pivotal weekend for the Grizz because they have two teams in Northern Colorado and Northern Arizona that are actually in similar situations as Montana and actually more dire in the fact that they're both those teams are only two and seven in league play, but they have talent, both Northern Colorado and Northern Arizona, particularly the bears who are in town tonight. They have a lot of talent. So uh, I think that the second half of league play is going to include a whole bunch of rearranging of the standings. If you're Montana, you hope the rearrangement goes in your rise up the standings that starts this weekend. What do you think of this game tonight with Northern Colorado in town? Well, I think you got to snatch it, Colter. You got to go out and take it, right? You think you're playing two teams. I think they've each got two league wins this weekend. You think they're going to give it to you. You you look at the schedule, you circle it and marker. You say, okay, this is the weekend we're going to turn around and and make that run up the standings. They're not going to give it to you, right? You These are two teams with a lot of talent, both of them uh, with real all-conference-level players, uh, multiple of them for Northern Colorado, who's coming in tonight. Montana has an opportunity here to do exactly what you're saying and, and turn this around and take advantage of some chaos in the standings. I still think there's a team in there, Coulter, that's you know maybe the third or fourth best team in the conference. You gotta prove it. You gotta prove tonight. And every game's important in the Big Sky. You've only got 18 conference games. Every game is is super important when you're playing up and down like this. But these games, uh, I think this weekend, you're at home. I think you gotta get both of them. I think they're both hugely important. Well, especially because there's also the element of uh, I don't know what, what you say, reden- redemption, revenge. Those both seem a little bit too dramatic. But make no mistake, Northern Arizona has won. Two conference games out of their last 21. No, excuse me, three conference games out of their last 21 conference games. Two of those are against Montana. They beat Montana last year. Then they lost 12 in a row, and they snapped that losing streak against the Grizz this year in Missoula, and they've only lost one other time besides that. Northern Colorado has won four out of their last five trips to Missoula. So if you're the Grizz, these are two teams that have won here before. So you you have to be able to, I, I guess you got to get back on the right side of that part of the equation as well. Maybe that's a little extra boost for the Grizz. Well, in that Northern Arizona game earlier this year in Flagstaff, that overtime loss, right? that was the game. I think it was the second weekend of conference play 
where people started to really question, you know, are the Grizz just going to be up and down this year? That was right. the one that really, for me, was like, oh, man, maybe the Grizz aren't gelling quite as quickly as we think they're going to. Maybe they got more problems uh, than we think they're going to have, and that was the one that sort of caused me uh, to look at them with a little bit more of a cynical eye. So obviously you're not playing for revenge in that sense, but I think you know coming out and putting up a good result in that game is going to be important as well. The we, we're pretty we're pretty good at being, having a discerning eye and being able to tell uh, what teams are all about. This Grizz team is one of the most perplexing teams I've covered because first of all I, I've I've talked about this, admitted this. But I've definitely battled with the decline in the overall quality and talent of the product in the men's league, for sure. But then I also sort of reconciled myself with analyzing it through the lens of what's happening in the here and now. But there hasn't really been that that many teams that I've covered during my time covering the Big Sky Conference in which I had moments where I was like, oh, damn, that's a really good team. They have an opportunity to be really good. You know, the Grizz were very up and down for two straight years. After they beat South Dakota State in the non-conference, Andrew and I went home and were like, oh, sweet, sweet. They're back to being fun to watch. The Grizz are, the Grizz are good. This is going to be a good season. And then that just didn't play out yet. But I think that that shows their upside. That wasn't the only time I've thought that, though. It's been sort of confusing so far with the Montana. Well, yeah, it's confusing because they're, like I said, going up and down between that, and then it's just times where they can't figure it out. Sure. They can't put it all together, and not even can they not put it all together. They can't put anything together, and they look like a team that should be at the bottom of the league. Big game tonight, Northern Colorado in Missoula. Also, the Bobcats host Northern Arizona. We'll have full recaps for you tomorrow. We'll also have a full high school scoreboard. We got a fun announcement from our great partners, our great, great new partners at Vertical Rays. And Rajim Seabrook will be hanging out. Should be a fun Friday show. We'll see you at 4 p.m. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, It's all we practice. Uh, You're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 montanaadvocates.com.